Spring turkey season is upon us, and don't be caught out in the woods without having Onyx Hunt on your phone. One feature Onyx has that is often overlooked for turkey hunting is their recent imagery filter with their elite memberships. This imagery is updated week to week, and it comes in extremely handy, especially when you're trying to find these gobble zones where these turkeys will go out in a high spot on a fresh clear cut and strut around all day long. Actually, I was just looking at on Onyx where, where the timber company just came into Andrew's club and did a very small clear cut along this creek, and I can see the high spots on the topographical map, but also I can see exactly where they mulch, and those are going to be hot spots for finding gobblers, especially mid-morning after they get off their hens, getting up on these little high spots in this fresh, small clear cut along the creek and strutting and gobbling all day long. If you want to give Onyx a try, you can actually download it for free, try it for seven days, and if you decide to purchase, you can use the promo code SOUTHERN and save on your premium and elite memberships. So go into this turkey season, know where you stand with Onyx. Well, guys, we have some exciting news for you from Vortex about their brand new eyewear, their Banshee and Jackal sunglasses. Me and Andrew have had these for a few weeks now, right before the release, and we've been extremely impressed. They're awesome glasses, guys. And listen, if you're needing some new sunglasses, not only do they have the VIP warranty, but they're tough as crap, guys. Uh, Scratch-resistant eyewear, uh, it's extremely important. And also, they have safety features as well. So when you're out shooting at the range, again, these are rated glasses, so you are going to be more than protected when you're at the range. But they also look fantastic when you're out around town. So right now, Vortex has some special pricing on their website, which is vortexoptics.com for the new eyewear. But also, if you use the code SOUTHERN20, you get to save even more on this special pricing for right now at vortexoptics.com. Again, check out the new eyewear from vortexoptics.com and use the promo code SOUTHERN20 to save on their brand new eyewear. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Southern Outdoorsman Podcast. It's just me and uh, the uh, man. We didn't come up with a nickname, Ginger Bowhunter. Actually, my cousin Nathan. You remember Nathan Jacob? 
He said that we should call you, um, oh, man, one of them was like the turkey tease or something because you kept teasing me, acting like you are going to kill a turkey, and then you didn't. Uh, oh, man, I can't remember what the other one was. I'll have to pull it up. Well, how are you doing, uh, turkey teaser? Oh, dude, it's been rough, man, traveling. Dude, we're pro- I'm probably going to put on, since Oklahoma, since that trip, probably over 50 hours at least travel time uh, over this past two weeks for – that and then work, so it's been ridiculous. So right now, actually, on the way, well, stopped at a hotel right now, on the way to Raleigh, North Carolina, do a little bit for some, for some work, uh, a little bit of training and thing. Then I'm heading up to New York after that later on this week. But anyway, big so man, right now, I think I'm like, man. yeah, I think I'm in uh, Newton, Tennessee, something like that. I think so. Yeah, no, I think it's Newton. Anyway, it's like north. No, not really. It's just far east Tennessee. But, uh, yeah, dude, going to Yankees game. I'm not even a Yankees fan, but our our freaking company bought us, like, I think, like, 15 tickets to go to the Yankees-Orioles game, like, on, I think, Wednesday. So, that's mm-hmm. going to be freaking awesome. So, yeah, get to experience that at old Yankee Stadium. Dude, perks of working for a big company. So, so yeah, everybody, yep. uh, the real world has come knocking on our door. Therefore, this episode will be a little bit shorter because Jacob's got to drive, like, 13 more hours or some crap. And I got an interview in the morning, <laughs> so hopefully that goes well. But anywho, oh, yeah. anywho, uh, why don't we fill people in on uh, how they can fish with us, against us, whatever. Yeah, yeah, guys. So um, if you haven't already seen, first of all, if, if you're not if you're not already following uh, Walter Lee, uh, Chasing Tales uh, Outdoors podcast, um, then you probably don't know about it. But maybe you have. Have you seen us post about? It? But it's the Yakking for Bass Challenge. Uh, which Chase Outdoors is putting on. Uh, it's a uh, fishing tournament, bass tournament, that uh, we're actually going to be a part of. As, as as Walter calls us, celebrity anglers. I don't really understand the whole celebrity aspect, but <laughs> it is what it is. Heck, I can barely five. be called an angler at this point. <laughs> I, yeah, you're a limb liner, man. I don't know if that counts as an angler. I don't know. I'll be angling but, them limbs down where I can reach them. There you go. But anyway, so the, uh, the, the whole challenge, it's going to be uh, taking place through the month of June. Uh, it's just a, it's just a bass, big bass tournament for the most part. I mean, it's five best fish. Hey, but the, the catch is you got to be fishing if you want to be part of this tournament, which is kind of cool because you, you get a fish against us and try to kick our, kick our butts, uh, which might not be overly difficult. <laughs> um, <laughs> Way to talk but, us up. Uh, hold on, hey, listen, I, I got to get everybody hyped up for it and get them get their you know beating their chest, and then we're gonna go out there and smoke them. So, oh yeah. Anyway, it's all part yeah, of the plan. Plan. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> but, but anyways, guys, uh, it, it's gonna be for the whole month of June. Uh, it's your five best fish. So the catch is you have to fish out of a kayak, canoe, or paddleboard. Uh, no motorized vehicle or no like motorized boats. You can't. Your kayak or canoe cannot be motorized with a gas-powered motor. You can have a trail motor. But you can't have like a little outboard, aka <clears throat> Parker McDonald. I was about um, to call him out. <laughs> uh, also, uh, <clears throat> Adam Cruz. <clears throat> um, anyway, so you gotta be paddling, boys. They got their little paddling. weed eater motors on the back of their kayaks. They're like, wee, 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 Dude, I'll tell you what, those, any, anyone that's a kayak angler and that has seen what a tor- like seen a torquedo. It's a electric motor. I mean, that thing's like unfair as well. I mean, it's not even, not even a challenge. But <laughs> you know, it's that, that all aside. So yeah, that that's kind of the, the thing. But it's the uh, your five best fish. So they're running the tournament actually through an app called I believe it's Tourney X. Is that correct, Andrew? Yes, that's it. 
So it's an app you download on your phone uh, to be able to do the tournament. And the cool thing is everyone will be using what they call bumper boards. This is kind of some terminology for anyone that's not familiar with kayak fishing um, or kayak tournaments. They use what they call a bumper board uh, to measure fish. You pick them up from Academy, you know, fill in the stream, you bass brush up, you know, cabels, all that kind of stuff. And you got to measure your fish and take a photo of it and post it on the app. And it keeps track uh, live, t- you know, live time of the leaderboard for your five biggest fish. Keeps it with total inches. Um, and, of course, there's going to be a ton of freaking prizes. I forgot all the freaking prizes. There's going to be rods given away, reels, a sunglasses, a saddle from Tethered. Uh, oh, Greg Godfrey is one of the creators that's going to be in it. So oh, that's yeah. going to be awesome. So- I forgot. Who are, who are the creators? Okay, I know it's us, okay. Parker, Walter. Uh, from Chasing well, yeah, you guys, yeah, I was gonna say you guys, you got Parker oh, McDonald. Yeah, I gotta, from, I gotta holla. Uh, I gotta give them. Well, their Parker names. McDonald's part of Mark, Parker McDonald's pretty much part of you know what we got going. This is Southern groundsman, you know, as, <laughs> as people say. But you know, Southern so, so you get Southern, so you get Southern ground with Parker McDonald. He's gonna be part of it, uh, and I think Adam Cruz is uh, teaming up with him on that. Um, then you have, of course, Walter Lee and Chase, and I don't know Chase's last name uh, from Chasing Tales uh, Outdoors, their podcast. Um, and then you've got Greg Godfrey from Tethered, but also G2 Outdoors. Um, and then you got us. And I don't know who the fifth group is because Walter advertised on their last podcast there's going to be five content creators. So we need to figure out who that fifth group is or fifth person. Yeah, we're doing Because I'm very curious here. on who that is. I know, I know. Sorry, Walter. But um, Yeah, they're giving away a ridiculous amount of free stuff. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they're actually buying more. So, so the, the thing is, guys, you do have to pay to be in the tournament, but they're using quite a bit of that funding to actually put back for more prizes, which is kind of cool. So I appreciate watching them doing that. So there's going to be more prizes mm-hmm. they're purchasing as, as the tournament goes on, but it's going to be for the whole month of June. And, of course, guys, it's for your, your, your five largest bass, and as Walter calls it, your black bass. It's going to be like a smallmouth, spotted bass, largemouth, and I guess – I guess you could throw a red eye shoal bass in there. Um, mm-hmm. but, Basically, you know, not so, like stripers. No white bass. Yeah, no stripers. No, yeah, no white bass. None of that crap. Because if that was the case, I, I think I got somebody that could put us on them. But. <laughs> yeah, but dude, anyway. Walter is pumped about this. I'm excited too. But Walter's level of excitement is if y'all if y'all need to go listen to Walter's podcast where he announces at Chasing Tales. His level of excitement will get you excited because he is pumped. He got me pumped. So, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, I can't wait so, for it. Yeah, so if anyone wants to do it, uh, I believe there's I, – I need to talk to – see, we did a horrible job with this. We'll have to post a link later on this week about how people can join. But pretty much you just got to download the app, Tourney X, and uh, be able to join the tournament. And I believe it's $25 to join. $5 goes towards um, the app itself, Tourney X, to be able to run the app. Uh, and then I believe uh, I forgot what percentage of the um, the uh, the rest of the twenty bucks actually will go to the Sportsman Alliance, uh, which is gonna be kind of cool going towards their uh, fight for you know hunters and you know all of our rights to be able to go hunt. Um, and then they're using the other portion of that to actually buy more prizes, which is gonna be pretty sweet. Oh yeah. So as they go, they're they're gonna announce more prizes as the month goes on. Um, yeah. And I know we've already we've already got a couple friends that have already messaged us like, oh dude, when are we gonna be fishing? Like when when are we going out and getting ready for the tournament <laughs> so oh, it's getting yeah. pretty heated already people are already getting yeah secretive with their spots and, we've, we've already started talking trash dude like uh i said something about parker the other day when we recorded with walter but then parker just dropped the video where he said something about walter and dude it's let the trash talking begin it's gonna be awesome mm-hmm. oh dude i can't wait now for everybody out there who thinks they're gonna win 
just know that Jacob has been in my ear since we heard about this, saying he's got some magical honey hole full of 10-pound bass that we, we're going to go to and just win this whole thing. So everybody oh, better yeah, watch yeah. out, man, as long as Jacob ain't just telling a story. Yep. Oh, yeah. They better watch out, man. They better <laughs> watch out. But, yeah, so there's um kind of going towards, you know, at first we thought there would be some kind of um, restrictions on waterways. So you can fish anything, guys. Now, you know, if you want to fish a little foreign pond or something, I call that high fence fishing because those fish ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Go sneak but, onto uh, a golf course pond. <laughs> that's oh, where you dude, win the tournament right that, there. Hey, listen, listen let's, let's run out to old Ballantrae up and tell them <laughs> and, uh, and, and put the smack down on little, little, little red flashlights and uh, sneaking on the golf course with some golf carts at about 3 a.m. Oh, that's how, no, that's how you catch a fish right there. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Throw back to high school right there. Yes, sir, Anyways, man. We, 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 won't, we won't dive in too deep on that. But, no, so, um, but the cool thing is, guys, which, well, it's kind of cool, but also kind of, I don't know, I, I kind of wish we could win. But, anyways, the content creators, us five, we, we can't win. There's no prize. Like, we can't win any prizes. This is more like bragging rights, which is cool. I'm down with that. That's fine. Oh, yeah. So, guys, you, you get the chance to beat us. And, actually, if you do beat us, of course, you're going to win some prizes, which is going to be freaking awesome. So, and I think the turnout's going to be pretty good. Uh, Walter was talking about, you know, having, you know, quite a few anglers from around the country, uh, especially on the West Coast, that's going to be joining in on this. So uh, that's going to be pretty freaking yeah, legit. Yeah, so there's going to be a bunch of people from California, he said, joining this. And if all of us Alabamians and Tennesseans and Georgians and all these people, if we're going to let some people from California beat us in a fishing tournament, come on. Come on. Yeah, that'd be sad. So that should get you fired we'll up say. too. Bunch of Californians. Yep. And that's pretty much it. We'll we'll definitely drop more info this week because I believe you have to register to win. I think it's by the end of May. Yeah. Um But anyways, we'll we'll drop more details on that this week, guys. So everyone can kind of get a a better idea of what's going to be going on. So you can kind of get on board with it and have some freaking fun. And a cool thing, but they're going to have a, uh, a a Facebook page for the actual anglers, so we can kind of like you know get on there talk smack and. I talk about like you know kind of what's going on with everybody and you know who's catching fish who's not and of course on the app you'll be able to see the leaderboard and see a very accurate representation uh supposedly it's extremely quick the way it updates uh almost live to the fact of you know how the leaderboard's changing as you know the days and weeks go on so it's gonna be exciting yeah dude i'm i'm pumped this is gonna be so much fun I'm ready to start scouting yep. out, dude. I've been I've been fishing quite a bit lately because now it's kind of warm. Dude, and... listen, listen, listen. Where I where I got us to go, there, there's no scouting involved, not uh, at all. I got, I got okay, okay, all right. I've got plenty of history out there. I know what's going down. So all right. I got uh, you. I just, got you. You better, you better have fresh line because you better not break off on a seven eight pound fish. I'd cry. Oh uh, man, well you know all I use is an ultralight, so we'll see. <laughs> we're gonna be snapping rods and, and, and snapping paddles over our knees did, after did that you trip. see that big that big bass that i uh that i commented on that picture the other day where i was responding to zach and it was like a big bass mm -hmm. i was like remember this one i don't know how much it weighed you oh probably, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, can probably yeah. look at it and kind of tell but i landed that joker on four pound mono yeah, no, but see, we're trying, we're trying, we're trying to win this. We're not trying to go for the extreme excitement of trying to fish on ultralight. So we're gonna be using some heavy gear. <laughs> yeah. So I will hook you up. I think I've caught like four or five bass over four pounds, and I've caught every one of them on ultralight gear. I don't think I've ever caught a big bass on like a big rod. Well, 
You're gonna have to learn, man. Yeah. We ain't losing. We ain't. We can't be losing no fish. Yeah, I'll tell I'm you what. Make a funny video. I've been I've been tearing up some red eyes lately. That's been fun. Oh man, I know. Listen, so guys, Andrew. So the, so the cool thing is about the tournament, guys. They're like literally, you only have to catch like one fish to enter to win uh, the saddle, which is kind of cool. That's something that Greg wanted to do. So literally, if you enter the tournament for twenty five bucks. And you just enter one fish, you're entered to win that saddle, uh, which you know is the man man saddle uh, that they're gonna be able to give away with that. Um, also, I think they're, I think Walter was mentioning they're giving away prizes for the smallest fish caught, which I mean, Andrew, now you, that you know, I can specify, win. you know, yeah, you can definitely uh, you spe- you uh, can rock and roll in that specify and uh, specialize. Jeez, I can't talk. Specialize in uh, winning that that award, dude. I, in some of these so. creeks I fish, I have caught. I use like a little uh, like crankbait, looks like a crawfish, and I have oh, yeah, caught get like a little four inch, little four inch bass. Oh, dude, no! I'm talking about catching a bass that is like maybe, maybe, maybe a quarter inch longer than the lure that I caught him on. Mm. Like, dude, little little bitty things. Those creek fish are brave, man. That's why I like catching them because you get a big one, they fight like hard, hard. I enjoy it. Well. Well, I, I, I believe to win this tournament, you're going to have to have over 100 inches. So you need five fish 20 inches long or longer. So Big old bass. That's, that's our goal right there. Yeah, that's a that's a long, lanky fish. But uh, very doable, very doable, especially with some of the contacts, I guess. So we got this. All right, yeah, anyway. I got you, I got you. Yeah, we, we just, hey, we just need to go fish at the uh, – Oliver's got a research pond uh, that I did, I did an internship with a Southeastern Pond Management ever how long ago and uh, they're talking about man they're pulling fish out there when they're electric shocking 15 16 pounds so man maybe we need uh maybe we need to get some contacts down there and you know auburn yeah get some access to that pond i've done i've done an electro shocking thing in one of those ponds before too and we didn't pull out any big bass but we pulled out some monster freaking bluegills so oh oh man i love i love me some blue man they should have a bonus for like for like offset species like you know, like biggest like biggest brim um, our biggest bluegill. Let's see what else could you possibly biggest catch red ear. Yeah, that dude, that'd be kind of cool as like a bonus. Because if we did that too, dude, I, again the same the same lake we're going to loaded. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. Oh my gosh, I love brim. I'm excited. Yep, oh, so, me too, dude. Anyways. Me too. So, so one thing that we did last year about this time was that Western series, which we fully plan on doing again. Because uh, if you're not thinking about going out west, then you need to be crazy. going out west. You're wrong. <laughs> but this year, we might do some more fishing content, depending on how much interest there is in it. So uh, y'all let us know if you want to hear about fishing. I've been doing quite a bit of limb lining lately. Um, one, because I love doing it. Two, I had to get pictures of fish for AON Magazine. Um, so I've been doing it quite a bit. Had some success, which felt mm-hmm. good, actually, like, harvesting some wild meat for once because this turkey season has been brutal man brutal i'll just keep mentioning why don't you yeah keep on bringing it up yeah depending on how i'm feeling the stupid rain came in today and messed the rivers up so uh i know i can go out there and still catch fish but i pretty much wade wherever i go and when the water is like six feet deep you can't wade so that's why you have it that's why you get a kayak man what are you doing yeah, yeah. I got a canoe. I just don't like hauling it oh, around because it weighs like 60 that's pounds. Why you, 
That's why you need a 40-pound kayak. I'm telling you, man. Listen, guys, if anyone's got a kayak, a used kayak out there and wants to get rid of it, holler at Andrew because he would be thankful and grateful for a used kayak, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, I, so, okay, so my stepfather just got done canoeing the entire Cahaba River, which if you're unfamiliar. This is epic. The, oh, my God, yeah. So uh, if you're familiar with Alabama, the Cahaba is like smack dab in the middle, starts uh, up in Birmingham, and goes all the way down to Selma, like down in the Black Belt, and uh, runs into the Alabama River, and he put in in Trustful, Alabama, which is uh, eastern Birmingham, which is where the headwaters are, and he went 190-some-odd miles all the way down to the bottom and uh, canoed the whole thing in nine days, which is pretty freaking epic. So we might have to get him on to talk about that. It was cool, man, the kind of stuff. When you just spend nine days on a river, most of the days he was by himself too, when you just spend nine days on a river like that, like just seeing you're doing nothing but canoe, dude, you see some crazy stuff. He had some cool stories. But anyways, he watches this guy on YouTube called, um, what's his name, Joe Robinet, who was, if anybody's familiar with the show Alone that was on History where they like go and drop off people and they got to survive for like, 500 grand or something uh that guy has a youtube channel that's really big now and that dude uses a canoe that is like i don't know how light it is but the dude's like carrying it around with one hand like a whole canoe like a big canoe oh yeah no they make fiberglass i was listening to podcasts i forgot who that was with uh about like fiberglass canoes that some companies make up north and i, I don't even want to guess i forgot how much they weigh but yeah it was like ridiculous amount like one man canoes mm. two man canoes that were like stupid lightweight like ridiculously like a number that most people just can't comprehend if you have any experience canoe yeah yeah so. i mean he's dude the dude's carrying around one hand i mean like no problem and he doesn't look like a very big dude but uh dude that'd be pretty cool but my only concern with that would be around a lot of these creeks that we're in like if you're familiar with the Cahaba or there's many other rivers in Alabama, a lot of the rivers from the fall line up are like super rocky. So I wondered, I mean, you probably beat the tar out of that thing right after getting it. Yeah. You took it down the river. Yeah. And supposedly, cause I think the podcast I was talking listening to, they were talking about that. Yeah. They are not necessarily designed for a lot of shoals. Like you will wear out the bottom of them because it's a thinner material and everything. But, um, the, the, also, you know, it's made for just like portaging. So, you know, if you're going like, especially up north and you're trying to go through a bunch of like, you know, a bunch of different lakes and ponds and streams and everything, it's fantastic for that. Because um, this is easier to unload and build, pack up and everything and go with. But yeah, dude, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool to mess around with. Especially oh, yeah. as, well, that'd, that'd be an awesome little pond hopper, a little, little setup, dude. Throw your little troll motor mm. back at that boy. Dude, I'll tell you what it'd be good for. It, I don't, uh, which I bet you didn't even look at it. It would be good for that pin that I sent you on on X today. That place. Oh my God. When did you send me? I did not get a pin at all today. From really? Me. I sent you a not pin earlier. Did I not send it? Oh my God. I no, must have not you, sent it. So you're, you're lying right now. Oh, you're lying to the whole audience. Dude, I found. Make me look bad. Oh my God. I found something that looks so good. Like, oh, dude. We're going to kill a big buck there this fall. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Oh, oh, yeah, you know, you were talking about that place, but you never sent me a pen on oh, 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 okay, okay. I will send you the pen after we get done with this. You will, oh, my God, you'll love it. But one of those would come in handy there, and I will say nothing more than that <laughs> on this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, 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 again, nobody was, nobody's going to be wanting to take a canoe out to old Colorado or anything like that, you know. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, you, you know, you got, the, you got the right idea. 
Well, uh, yeah, yeah. dude, when are you going to come limelining with me? Uh, Saturday. Let's do it. Let's. I'll be back. In, I'll be back in town on Friday, sometime midday Friday, so we can set lines that night and then run that morning. Okay, I'm down. Let's do that. We could we could get in the canoe and do it if you want. Uh, we could go. We could oh, set God. like a long. You remember line. what happened last time? We, you remember what happened last time we got in a canoe? <sighs> But you've had experience now. If anybody didn't listen to us in deer season, which I know we had a ton of new people come on in turkey season, so you might not have heard this, but me and Jacob thought it'd be a fantastic idea to hop in a canoe loaded down with... At 2 a.m. At 2 a.m. Yes, 2 a.m. We had went to bed at about midnight, woke up about an hour later, drove an hour, unloaded mm-hmm. the ca- <laughs> unloaded the canoe... It put probably 200 pounds worth of crap in it. And uh, little did we know this river, which we were unfamiliar with, was uh, like pretty pretty high up. Definitely in like flood stage. And we decided to settle off down the river like that. And, uh, Dude, we, yeah, that was uh, so stupid. We, we get, okay, we get four feet from the boat ramp. And we almost flip, and I'm like, Jacob, what are you doing? And I said it a little more harsh than that, and you're like, I've never been in a canoe before. I was like, oh, my God, this is where I die, just like this. No. Yeah, you put my fat butt in the back of a canoe, and freaking dude, we got like four inches of clearance from the from the water line to the top freaking, of the canoe. Oh, my God, like running down this river. Current's carrying us big time. We oh, are dude, moving. Yeah, it was book it, booking it. We are like, like for you to Holy for you crap. to keep up with that, for you to keep up with the canoe, I mean, you're like, you're not jogging. You're like You're straight up running. running, dude. Like, And there's, yeah. there's islands in this river, and we kept hearing stuff. Again, never canoed this river before. We kept hearing stuff thinking there were waterfalls coming up like, wow, this is, we're going to die. And it would turn out to be a freaking <laughs> island. <laughs> it was turn- like flooded. Oh, it was an island that was flooded, and you could, the water was rushing through the trees. Which, if anybody's familiar with that, like that's a great way to die as well. Like get caught in like flooded timber <laughs> with a current in it. And we're like we're like pulling up Onyx while I'm like trying not to flip us in the back. Just like trying to so you're like trying to work on Onyx. So I got my head like looking around, like where are we going? What what channel do we need to hit? Are we about to die? Like dude, I'm freaking out in the back, having like. Yeah, I just yeah, it was bad. That was terrible. Holy crap, dude! Had a oh. float like having I don't know two two miles. Yeah, two and a half miles. It was two miles, I think two and a half or two. I know it was above two because I remember looking yeah. at it and been like, yeah, we could do that pretty fast. That was traumatizing. Holy crap! And mind you, there was a frost that night. It was very cold. Everything was. Frosty. Oh yeah, it was. It was under like down that bottom was under thirty degrees because my guns. Yeah, the gun stock was had frost like solid layer of frost on by the time we like pulled over and like was getting out of the canoe yeah like, there was frost and stuff in the canoe dude that was one of the things that would have been one of the coolest videos ever but we didn't get any audio from it so that sucked but i'm gonna get the footage and rework it and like kind of make no what does what does have to we'll have to redo the video we'll have to redo the same hunt this, this coming year dude i'm actually down for that i think i would actually enjoy that quite a bit that what, was like fun. It at night, it at two a.m. Well, dude, because it was like so, it was so sketchy and stupid. Oh my god, it was so stupid. But it was so like looking back on it, I'm like, dang, I'm glad we did that. That was awesome. It was like an yeah. adventure, and dude. Then, and then, and then they kept it off. We saw something that you can't really explain very easily. And we uh freaking spooked a giant buck that walked yeah. up on us. So that yeah, sucked. So. Yeah, so, dude, that was that was so cool. We were like, 
I'll never forget. Like, seriously, it was one of the coolest things. Like, going down that river, it's like cold, cold, cold. And we're just easing down this river. All you hear is the water. There's no interstate sound. There's no dogs barking, no nothing. It's just water, and you're just going down, and we got our lights. We can see, like, 15 feet, and there's fog coming up. It was spooky. Oh, it was so freaking cool, dude. There's fog coming up off the off the water, and there's like wind, like little swirls of, of wind, and it'd make like little fog tornadoes. And we saw we saw like a meteor. You remember that? Yes. Oh my god, dude! That was one of the coolest mornings of my entire life. That was so freaking cool, man. Oh my god, I love doing that. I live for that. It's crowd, cool dude. now. It's it's kind of like Wyoming again. Like at, at first when we were Wyoming, like oh we're about to die, and you look back at it, like oh that was a cool experience. Same thing with that river, like. Oh, at the moment, oh, we're about to die. And then, oh, like, yeah. you know, three months, four months later, like, oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. dude, yeah. We got to a, a parcel that was completely isolated from any roads. Like, oh. And, man, the deer were there, too, man. Holy crap. They were in there. So, mm-hmm. I would like to return to it because we, we did, we were all over deer. I mean, straight up all over deer. So, mm. I'll have to go back and look at that footage again, that big buck. That big buck walked 15, 15 yards or so, 20 yards in front of us and caught me. You would have had the muzzleloader. Yeah, Jacob was carrying the daggum muzzleloader and the camera, and I was just carrying a bow. So that was stupid. So. Yep, should have had the muzzleloader first. <sighs> yeah. Bow in yeah. the sling over the shoulder. Yeah, but all, all that aside, we do need to get in the canoe and go set some trot lines, man. I actually just got my trot line kit together in the garage because um, – I knew I had it in there somewhere, but I went and found it, and that thing is ready to rock, Doc. I got the whole, you, I got the lead line ready to go. I got the all the, I got true turns on every little leader. So, mm. I was gonna say, do, do you have experience uh, doing trout lines in de- deep water, like where you're not tying off to a bank, but you're like anchoring out? No, I've never done that. At like, I've always done it in the little rivers where you're either running it straight across the river, or you'll find like a nice bend in the river and you'll run it like kind of along the bank. Or something, done that too. Mm. Never done it in deep well, water. I, uh, I knew some guys that would do it in deep water on a couple big lakes, and I've got a spot right now that would be killer on Lake Gunnersville to do it. Oh, I bet we can <clears> catch <throat> some uh, fish up there, boy. Oh, some stupid dude. Yes, freaking giants. And we got to do it before the before the weeds start greening up. So I mean, we got to start doing it. Got to do it in the next two weeks. Uh-huh. Not, I mean, you'll have four feet of four feet of grass on the bottom. So, but if you can get suspended or, you know, you're suspending everything, you know, five, six feet off the bottom day, you'd be freaking in the money, I think. Yeah. We used to be enamored with gar for some reason. And all I wanted to do for a long time was catch a big gar because I thought they were cool. And I wanted to eat one because I wanted to know what they tasted like. And we found out that on certain rivers like Rocky Creeks, like, you know, again, like above the fall line in Alabama. So basically Centerville, Alabama, north is kind of above the fall line. And uh, if you set your trot line kind of on top of the water a little bit, like set it, you, you hold it pretty tight to where it's it's not riding real deep, you catch gar on it. And if you put it down a couple feet, you catch catfish on it, which I don't mm. know if anybody else has done that. But, yeah, dude, without fail, if you set that line, basically, like, for instance, the hole that we were fishing a bunch at its deepest is about four feet deep. And if you put it between one foot to at the surface – you catch gar every single time. If you put it anywhere below that, you catch catfish. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Yep, I mean like clockwork. They're easy to catch. So yeah, we caught like a four foot gar. Like 
kept the scales from it, which Indians used to use as like armor. I believe I read somewhere, which is pretty dang dude, cool. You know something else we got to do? We need to freaking go. We need to go bow fishing, dude. And also, we are we got a couple contacts for noodling that we kind of need to take <sighs> up on. Yeah, we do. Andrew wants to get bit, guys. Uh, so. Andrew doesn't want to get bit. Andrew, Andrew wants to Andrew film wants to, Jacob getting bit. Andrew wants to swim underneath a culvert with a little oxygen freaking. Dude, oh Matt my uses. god! We, you know what? That's what <laughs> we, we should need have to, him on. Oh my! Oh, we, yes. that's what we need to do. So, y'all heard Matt on the? He's the owner of Aldenol Limb Manufacturing, and this man is insane. It's crazy. He is insane. He's like, he's like, oh, there's this culvert down there underwater, and uh, there's a hole underneath the culvert down into the earth. It's about ten foot deep. I swam in there and grabbed the fish. I was like, jeez, man. He's talking about dude, he swimming carries... ten feet underground, underwater. Mm. Yeah, he's and he's like swimming through culverts. He's got so many near death experiences. I'm like, I don't know if I really want to go with the guy, but like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, come on up. I mean, they freaking they noodle for like four months out of the year. I mean, pretty much through May all the way through until he says, you know, he he can't take it no more. Till he gets I'm cold. Guessing probably, yeah, up until September, probably, maybe even October, but. Dude, um, yeah, he's t- he's talking about like, taking like a little auction tank, like a little freaking like one liter auction tank that he like has attached to him with a face mask attached to it. That like when he goes down and he's working a fish, he can take like one one more big breath of air while he's down there, so he doesn't have to come back up. I'm like, that's crazy as hell. Oh, dude, there, yeah. And he's talking about going down in a hole that you can fit your whole body into, and like getting turned oh, yeah. around and not knowing you you think you're swimming out of the hole, and then you just hit a wall and you start panicking. I'm like, I'd just die. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh like, the, like, not, like, not running your hand in a hole, but like actually swimming into a hole. That's like what he's talking about. He's like, when you get in there, it's so dark and the water's so cloudy. But it's not like some of this, like southern, some of these southern lakes guys. You know, in Alabama, I, I can't. Probably the most. Oh, someone's phone. Someone's phone uh, is uh, about to die. I got ten. Andrew, we got we got a minute. Okay, yeah, a few minutes. So you know, down here in the south, you know, the, probably the murkiest lake I've ever been to in Alabama is probably Lake Gunnersville. And you know, on a on a good day, you might have I don't know. Three Gunnersville, feet of, three Gunnersville feet of, is the murkiest lake you've been to. Probably. I mean, I do. I, I freaking grew up down on Lake Martin, dude. Which you can on the south side of Lake Martin, you can literally see on a sunny day that's not windy. I mean, probably twelve feet down. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. I've spent most of my time on Lay Lake. Okay, Lay Lake is pretty nasty. I mean, that's pretty murky right there. Yeah, but listen, that, 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 that caught some big red, fish in Lay Lake, though. Yeah, but that red water up in freaking Oklahoma, where, I mean, no visibility. I mean, literally five inches under the water, you're not seeing your hand. And he's, like, going in holes, and he's like, dude, everything looks the same. He's like, you don't know what's up, what's down, you can't see your bubbles. And, yeah, that's freaky as hell. Yeah, and, and, dude, we're, mm. he was talking about freaking, like, running his legs. He was, like, working a hole underneath a – or on the side of a, um, a uh, boat ramp and had both of his feet, both of his legs in the hole because it was, like, that big. Kind of blocking the hole because he felt fish in there. And while someone was trying to back up their pontoon boat, had a catfish that he was working the hole that was so big it bit both of his feet like so like he wear like scuba shoes whatever and had his foot in there both his feet in there and it bit both of his feet it had both of his feet in that catfish's mouth and he's like that's when i knew that it was about the biggest fish of my life that he was trying to work and uh and yeah we'll have to wait to yeah we'll have to get we need to get him on to talk about that stuff 
Yeah, we should we should get like, him on to talk about. It. Man, that dude has got some crazy story. Coming up in a log jam and like going face to face with a cottonmouth. Yeah, like oh, 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 <laughs> done, all that, <laughs> done. Kill me then. Oh, no, Kill me man. then. I ain't into all that. Nope. I ain't into. Dude, all I've that. I've, ne- I've never been water. Okay, some actually some of the murkiest water I've ever seen in Alabama. It's probably that Black Warrior River. That's some chocolate milk right there. But like their stuff is like chocolate milk, add red. Red color, red food coloring too. Yeah, I mean, dude. I mean like, it is. Man, it's a weird looking water. I don't know. It, we got a lot of rain when we were there, so that might have had something to do. With it. I don't know if it's that murky. No, usually. dude. No, no, dude. That's what he said. He's like, dude, like the water out there is like murky like that all the time. He's like, there's no uh, visibility. You can see like three Cause centimeters. Cause, yeah, because remember we were talking about. He's like, why don't why don't you like run a GoPro like on your forearm when you're running up in a hole? He's like, dude, you would not see your hand. Even if it was on your forearm, like with a GoPro, it's like you're not gonna do it. Like we've tried, and I'm like, that's freaky, dude. Dude, yeah, I ain't into all that. And think about when you go down there, it's probably just black when you get down in those holes. I mean, surely it's all I'm black. D- yeah. Oh, dude, that's, no. that's creepy. I, I ain't about nope. all that. Call me what you want, but whew, jeez, man. Uh, dude, no, you're gonna get. We gotta get you bit, man. I got bit last. I got bit. I got bit last summer. Uh you so. talking about high fence? That was some high that fence. Was, stuff. That was high. That was high fence noodling at its finest, right there. <laughs> yeah. Speaking those, of speaking those of catfish, that, weren't going nowhere. We were up there with Kevin Murphy. When when are we going back up there with Kevin? Dude, that's like two weeks. Ooh, I can't wait. I yeah, can't. So we're going wait. to. So guys, um, Kevin has coined this term, like legit, got a trademark on it called Burning Squirrel. And it's this event that he puts on. He's been doing it for since, dude, how long have they been doing it for? Several years now. I'm not sure how many, so, but it's been going on this since is the at fr- least 2014. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I thought 2014. But it's like him and a bunch of his friends kind of get together up in uh, Kentucky on the Ohio River and just hang out for a weekend. And we go, they go over to Illinois. That's what we did last, last summer. Well, now he's turning it to something where he's called Burning Squirrel. And it's kind of like him bringing – you know, some guys that are in the hunting industry, outdoor industry, shooting industry, all that kind of stuff out to this event and kind of like having a good time, kind of like a, like, like a little kind of get together for like a whole weekend. And, uh, I am excited for it. Cause he told, he told me, I don't know if he told you, Andrew, if I told you some of the people he was looking to bring, but if, if half of them that he mentioned are coming, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. We'll have to so, get, so well, that's the place where we went across the river um, to that restaurant, the floating restaurant, which I cannot, oh, it, I think it's called E-Town Restaurant, actually, or E-Town something. I was going to say, it's, it's Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Town, Illinois. If you watch the Meat Eater episode where they're fishing, they're trotlining catfish, that's where we were. And uh, yep. and that restaurant they ate at, that's where we went. And we were talking to the guys who were skinning the fish in the back of the restaurant, and they're like, yeah, we got a whole tank right here full of catfish. And so Kevin... Being Kevin, <laughs> he looks over at Jacob and he's like, "Come here, boy! <laughs> Come here and grab yeah. one of these fish." Yeah, Jacob yeah. was re- Jacob was ready to rock too. He was all pumped up, man, and he well, went in that's there. Also, and- that's also what I was gonna say. That's also what happens when you've been had been drinking since eleven a.m. and uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, that happens. Yeah, yeah so Jacob went in there and tried to lip a twenty pound a twenty pound flathead. So you can imagine, yeah, lip, like, lip, lip it like you don't lip catfish. Lip it like a bass, like you just caught a good old largemouth and you lip it. No, you don't do that to a twenty know, pound it, flathead. So guess what happened to Jacob's thumb? <laughs> hamburger meat. Yeah, that didn't work. Yeah. Oh man, that was so fun. 
Oh, golly. I can't wait to go back up there. But, yeah, so this Saturday, dude, let's go limb-lining. Let's go do that. Tell Everybody, dude. we're going to make a video on it. I was going to say, tell us if you want a video, but we're going to make one anyways because it'll be fun. So, be looking so for a video. Is, when you, question is, when are you dropping the video for Oklahoma? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People want to see what happened. People want to see the misses. The misses. All of them. So, be looking for that this week. It'll come out this week. All right. Well, I'll say it's about time to wrap it up. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was going to say, because I, I got to be on the road in a couple hours. Yeah, I'm, I got to get to bed because I got <laughs> I got a big day tomorrow, boy. Anyways, um, yeah, that about covers all of it. Please, if you haven't already, leave us a review. Please subscribe to this podcast if you have not subscribed already. Uh, Jake, share with got a friend, too. Share it with a friend. Share it with a friend. Yeah, if you enjoy it, I mean, shoot, share it. Especially, you know, kind of get in the summer. You know, we're about to do the West, the whole Western podcast series, which I'm still working on an awesome lineup for that, which hopefully will impress a lot of people. And uh, that should be quite fun, along with kind of fishing content, maybe, you know, throwing some hog hunts in there. And everything else is going to be a heck of a time. So make sure you guys share the podcast some, with somebody. Also, share the videos. We do appreciate what this. Uh, the effect that you know some of our content brings to people like i was at a a local shop in birmingham called marks outdoors about a week ago and uh was talking um with a with a, a friend of ours and after i got done talking with him, i turned around and guy was like hey are you from the podcast and i was you know, instantly i had my southern outdoorsman shirt on and the guy i'm like yeah and he's like dude awesome he's like dude, i've been listening to you guys for freaking you know all turkey season love y'all's content and everything and turned out he was uh his name was uh uh, Turner, I can't, or I can't remember his first name, but dude was a great guy. Kind of just hit off with him, and uh, yeah, just found out about our content through a friend of his, and it was just kind of cool to see someone out in public like that. And they just they recognized, or he recognized my voice from the podcast. I was like, <laughs> well, heck yeah, I guess it must be, yeah, it must be a, I don't know, distinct, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Okay, but uh, heck yeah, dude. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something out there, which I didn't talk to you about first because I just came up with it oh, about God. ten seconds ago. So, um, cause dude, I really want people's feedback on stuff badly, like really badly. So, um, let's see, uh, I want people to email us and tell us the kind of content that they like to hear about. Like, do you want to hear about deer scouting stuff? Do you want to hear about fishing stuff? Other stuff? Just let us know. Uh, you can find our email. What are you doing, Jacob? Dude, I'm, I'm trying to try to grab some stuff. You keep, you keep going, do your thing. I'm so we, we want to hear we want to hear what y'all want to hear about. Um, and also, we're thinking about throwing this out there. We're thinking about making some uh, some Southern Outdoorsman gear. So uh, also let us know if you like hats or shirts more. So that would be pretty useful for us. And other than that, that's about it. Um, I'll tell you what. If you email us and answer those two questions, if you like hats or shirts more, or if you uh, if you if you tell us what you want to hear about, so tell us what you want to hear about over the summer months, like what kind of specific subjects, and you tell us if you want a hat or a shirt, um, and you email us and tell us those things, then when we do make hats or shirts, uh, we'll enter you for a drawing to win some free ones, and we'll pick depending on how Legit. many people depending on how many people. Like email us, we'll probably pick a couple winners. So, or if like ten people email us, then we'll probably just give all ten of you free stuff. So, yeah, 
Anyways, right on. Yeah, so we're looking at doing shirts or hats. So you guys tell us, do you like hats or do you like shirts more, just in general? And we'll work on a design, kind of figure it out, throw it out there. But yeah, email us, and we'll try and give you some free stuff. So free stuff, emails, please. Got anything else? Awesome. <laughs> that that's, that's pretty cool. I think that would be pretty awesome. And again, guys, yeah, definitely be a part of that because we've been trying to figure out you know, where we want to uh, do when it comes to, or what we want to do when it comes to merchandise. So yeah, that'd be an awesome way for you to maybe win some free swag once we kind of get an idea of what you guys really want. So yeah, awesome idea, Andrew. Yeah, I'm full of them. Full of good ideas. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Tiffany would, Tiffany may or may not agree. Okay. <laughs> she started listening to some of these now, by the way. We always joke about her not listening, but I said something the other day, or on, not the other, well, a couple weeks ago, whenever it was. Uh, on the podcast and the next the day that it dropped she was like i heard that i was like oh okay note taken <laughs> yeah poor thing all right guys well I, i'd say let's uh, wrap it up i appreciate you know of course we appreciate you guys listening and uh yeah definitely stay up to date with what we got going on especially on facebook and instagram always dropping cool content cool videos cool photos and uh also some maybe some epic fails coming up soon very soon epic failures but thanks for listening look last summer y'all heard us talk a bunch about the mobile hunters expo it was an incredible event a bunch of you guys came out to meet us we got to talk to i don't even know how many listeners if you heard all that last year and you're like dang that sounded cool i should have went to that here's your chance you need to make it to this one It's June 28th through June 30th in Dalton, Georgia. All right. Giving you a heads up here. So go ahead and mark it on your calendar. June 28th through June 30th, Dalton, Georgia is going to be the 2024 Mobile Hunters Expo. We're going to be there. A bunch of our past podcast guests are going to be there. There's going to be seminars. All of the mobile hunting companies are going to be there for you to try out gear before you buy it. It's like the one event of the year where all of the the, like the mobile hunter ecosystem just kind of congregates in one place. And Chris and Josh and the guys have done an absolutely phenomenal job putting this thing together over the last couple years. And it keeps getting better every year. So like I said, make sure you come see us. We're going to have a gigantic stack of free stickers to give away to every listener that stops by the booth. And we're going to have merch there to purchase. We're going to be recording podcasts, shooting videos, all kinds of stuff. So like I said, don't miss it. You can head on over to the mobilehuntersexpo.com to look at show schedules and dates and go ahead and grab your tickets. So y'all go check it out at the mobilehuntersexpo.com.